Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses, offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing, and retail industries by visiting epicor.com slash essential. That's epicor.com slash essential. The entrepreneurial spirit is resilient, and U.S. Bank is here to make sure that no matter what unknown pops up, business owners know that we have their back. Because problem solvers are the ones that keep us all moving forward by finding ways to close gaps, even when distances are being kept everywhere. So whatever you need to adapt and evolve your business, U.S. Bank is here to support you. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business success, build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today's episode features Ade Toye. Ade is a veteran podcaster and author of several books, including his latest, Pivot Your Podcast. A former UN citizen ambassador and Nigerian immigrant to the U.S., Ade is the CEO of Imposed Design, LLC, a Maryland-based business where he helps clients develop and execute strategies for selling their expertise through podcasting. The part of Boost that he will address during our conversation is all elements of Boost. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. Let's listen in. Hey, Ade, welcome to the Boost podcast. Oh, thanks. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. I'm usually being, I'm usually the person interviewing people, so it's great to be interviewed once in a while. <laughs> I know, I know, because you're the podcast guru, so I, oh. um, I'm a little bit nervous having this conversation with you right now. Uh, what? <laughs> nervous? You are on stage all the time. Well, thanks, thanks. It makes me feel extra important that I can make the Kelly Leonard nervous. Listen to you. Listen to you. <laughs> um, blushing. <laughs> so Ade, tell us more about, because I know in all seriousness, you've been podcasting for quite some time. You're a veteran podcaster. I would love to just, just have a conversation with you about maybe the good, the bad, the ugly of, of podcasting. And certainly I also want to make sure that we save some time to chat more about this new book of yours. Yes, so, so tell yes. us more about sort of your journey as a podcaster and, um, and some of, you know, the, the good, the bad, the ugly. All right. So I started officially podcasting in 2015, but I've been, I've done radio before. I actually had a radio show in Nigeria before I moved to the United States in 2011. And so I went back into, go, you know, doing that medium of voice again. And one of the things that was difficult for me at first wasn't the technology as it, it is for a lot of people. It was really finding 
the right tone and the language to reach out to my audience. I'm used to, while I was doing radio in Nigeria, I was used to a particular audience and I was used to a way, uh, to a general understanding of things. And so when you change society or change community or you're talking to a different group, mm-hmm. sometimes it takes a while to get to speak with the in-group voice. Mm, okay. and, and and that was my biggest difficulty starting out. And uh, so it's taken a few years to get into that groove. And now I think I have a handle on speaking Americanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you have a handle on it because there's a lot of us that are still working on it. So. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I mean, relative to... I mean, I'm far ahead from where I used to be, but I'm still learning. That that much uh, is sure. Wow, wow. So, what actually? Let's back up a bit. What What's your background, and what led you down this road to pursuing podcasts? Okay, so my background is uh, I have a mishmash. Um, so, where do I start? I was born in my from my mother's womb. <laughs> oh gosh, you're too far back. <laughs> Let's fast forward. <laughs> Let's fast forward to college. <laughs> so, I had uh, my first degree is in electrical and electronics engineering, mm. uh, and I went from that into IT, which I did for about ten years, and then I. I uh, quit my job as the chief operations, chief operations officer for a software company in Nigeria to pursue a master's in media because mm. I'd always wanted to do, um, I, I, I love the medium of uh, writing and uh, producing content. I love TV, radio, in, in and uh, multimedia platforms for producing content. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, believe that I had a message to share. So uh, I, I realized that I enjoyed the production of all of these different uh, platforms. So I needed to pursue that. Uh, looking back, maybe I wouldn't have gone for a two-year master's degree because uh, it was the most expensive school that I ever did. I went mm. to the most expensive school in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, But in in between there, I in my first year. So this quick digression. In my first year during my master's program, I saw uh, this notification from the UN. I was writing a paper to present at the conference, and I were like, okay, sending a video to speak about the Millennium Development Goals and stuff that was happening in the country. Mm-hmm. And um, you might get to meet the UN Secretary General, and you might become the next, uh, the first citizen ambassador to the United Nations. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I did a video, spoke about the educational system and, and some of the challenges with it. And my video got nominated and I became Africa's first UN citizen ambassador as a result. And uh, got to meet the UN Secretary General in New York, was a guest of the UN General Assembly, had my video played at the General Assembly. Oh, wow. Uh, speaking about the educational system. And I was made an ambassador for two years uh, to promote uh, development goals across the African continent, which was fa- a fantastic opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so the year after I 
I finished school in 10 days after graduation, got on a plane, moved to the U.S., and decided, finished out my ambassadorship um, uh, in the U.S., and then started working and decided uh, I really wanted to be an entrepreneur, and this was a good place to really explore um, being uh, an entrepreneur in the media industry and podcasting was just picking up mm. and it was, and what was exciting for me was that it played to all my strengths mm-hmm. from the production point of view. I understand the electronics, I'd done radio, um, I'd presented on radio, I'd also um, used to do, when I was a teenager for about 10 years, 8 to 10 years, I was the one working the soundboard in church. Mm. I'm very used to soundboard, mixers, amplifiers, and, you know, the general connection. So I was very at home. And the new technologies were producing this stuff in miniaturized version. So it made it very easy to just uh, set up. Mm -hmm. But setting up wasn't as interesting or setting up was the easier part mm-hmm. speaking and having a message that resonated with the new audience with uh an american audience uh that would uh, in a way that i could present something that would be useful mm-hmm. uh that would be heard right mm-hmm. you know uh, so th- there's this thing about code switching you understand you, yes I, i'm sure you understand mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. and and just being able to uh, say something to a different audience to get them to un- to understand the same thing you would have said to a previous audience using different words but trying to convey the same meaning. Right. If you understand what I mean. Yep. And so it took a while to, you know, and just at first I didn't have the confidence to mm-hmm. do that. My first podcast, actually I had the idea for a podcast for a long time uh, before I started in 2015 and I actually hired, well, didn't quite I, I partnered with someone to actually host it mm-hmm. because I didn't think I had the voice uh in terms of how I'll be heard i my my accent and all of that and after after that first podcast series, which I named the immigrants experience and mm-hmm. I interviewed several immigrants from different parts of um Africa in particular, mm-hmm. about their experience moving to the United States. And um, after that, I decided I would voice my the next podcast that I, that I did and just to build my confidence in that. And then I did um, a couple of years later, uh, I think that was 2018, 2017 maybe, I started a new podcast series uh, friends at work, mm-hmm. and yep. which was uh, a podcast about mastering emotional intelligence in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And I was on is, that podcast. Yes, you were, <laughs> and you were one of my favorite guests on that podcast. It was awesome having you on there, you know. And uh, I, and what inspired that was I um, went to. I was working for an IT company at that point in time as a contract staff and I was working out of one of the WeWork uh, places and there were so many people there and I was like, I was working at the 
one of the bigger ones. I think we were about 2,000 people in the mm. building. Wow. And, the, and they were all from so many different parts of the world. And mm-hmm. they were just, every time, every day I met someone new and or someone doing something exciting. I was like, I need to have conversations with mm. these people and record it. And that, and uh, I started, that was how the idea started, at, uh, started for that podcast. And I was like, what would be like a good central thought to mm-hmm. put all of this, so like a good bag to put all of these thoughts into and these conversations. And it eventually narrowed down to emotional intelligence yep. mm-hmm. and then grew up from there. Mm-hmm. Now, do you yeah. still have that? Is Friends at Work still in existence? No, not at the moment. So, Does that lead I to have... the pivot? Does that lead to the pivot with your podcast? <laughs> Yes, it does lead. Uh, to, so with all of this podcast, I was actually testing out several things uh, on the business end of things. So mm-hmm. after Friends at Work, I actually went full time into producing podcasts, started my own company mm-hmm. and and uh, decided a good place to, um, oh, there are many strategic thoughts behind this, but I started a podcast called the people downtown Silver Spring, mm-hmm. and which which has been my biggest blow up podcast actually. Really, I've, uh, which is surprising because it's so niche. I mean, it's so super niche that you would think, and, how can that really be a thing? Yes, and so that's the power, and and I love that you use the word niche right now because, uh, and it's one of the things that I I tell experts who are trying to sell to an audience, especially in a market that is getting really read by the day as podcasting is, Mm -hmm. uh, where everybody's struggling for the same advertisers and everybody's struggling to, uh, everybody's using the same uh, strategy Mm -hmm. to get out there. Sometimes you uh, have to be a little smarter than the rest. One of the things that inspired me, I, I was on the forum one time and I listened to, there was some guy who does a, an extremely niche podcast on, um, if I remember, on wall tiles. Wall tiles? Yes. And this dude uh, was, because it was so niche, he was able to approach uh, produces uh, manufacturers, mm-hmm. and in the first three months, he made twenty thousand wow. dollars just from from that. And this was with less than a hundred listeners at the point at what? which he started. So this wasn't like he had a huge following. It was so niche that he, it was it was just a perfect outreach for those manufacturers to reach the very specific people that they were trying to target. And that's the thing you. There is this thought, this mindset in the marketplace and podcasting that the only way to make money is to have a huge following. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a rollover thought from radio. And one of the things about podcasting right now is that experts can sell to the niche that they, they want to reach out to, but they have to be hyper-targeted. Mm-hmm. so that their voice doesn't get lost in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Every day, thousands of podcasts are coming out and everybody is reciting the same thing to mm. you, you know, the same the same old topic, and they're trying to reach everybody. It's a scattershot. Mm-hmm. And I say, 
focus on a very specific niche, do the work behind the scenes. And, you know, this leads me to talk about uh, my book, Mm -hmm. which is which goes into that idea in more detail and goes into the mindset and goes into the marketing strategy as well as the uh, production um, uh, that you need to get your expertise out there through a podcast to a very specific audience so that you're moving from a red ocean into a blue ocean of opportunity for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can expand into new markets as a result or expand your markets because you are able to reach a hyper-targeted audience. And one of the things I learned um, in researching this and really working hard um, at this uh, um, approach and seeing other people succeeding in other markets outside podcasting, um, particularly in the online sales business, is the idea of fully understanding your audience, understanding your psychographics, understanding the what they think, where they where they go online, mm-hmm. what the, all the all the um, things around that makes them tick. Mm-hmm. If you, can you close your eyes and see who your audience is, who your listener is, and if you can, and if you know what makes what their pain points are, if you know what gives them joy, then to a large degree, when you're speaking to speaking, you you're providing solutions to those things. Mm-hmm. They will find you, mm-hmm. and you will know where to fish. Mm. You know, I, one of the examples I give in the book is you don't try and catch uh, catch uh, sharks by putting worms on a hook. The, the 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 thing is, the type of fish you're looking for will determine the type of baits you lay in the water. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing. Uh, just being able to uh, be hyper focused. I believe anybody with expertise can get. Uh, it can use a podcast to build a business or to actually skyrocket how their business moves. I, I found a podcast, for instance, uh, which is a very, very funny podcast for me. It's a podcast about poop. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they are, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's what it is. And they talk about it in, not in a gross way. Right. But, but they, like a medical they, like type of way medical medical funny in you you, you see like you know if you've ever worked in a newsroom there's always this idea of what is the angle of the story you can make any story interesting right if you find the right right angle you can you can make a you know potentially uh touchy subject or potentially a gross subject um interesting if you find the right angle to present it, I think these people have, and a lot of people do doing things like that. Mm. And I have tons of examples um, on on in my book. And one of the other examples I give is of of people finding just selling their success stories and 
okay, for instance, selling your experience, mm-hmm. finding something that you're great at, right. that that may be outside your regular nine to five. You might be great. That doesn't mean you're not great at your nine to five, but it might be a cookie cutter job. Right. But if there's something in your life that you're good at, like knowing how to fold clothes in a particular way or keeping a place tidy mm-hmm. and making just su- being successful at that, Look at Marie Kondo. Look, I mean, yeah, I did yeah. not Who think anybody, mm-hmm. I did not think anybody could become an international star from tidying up. Yeah. But yeah, she, and it shows you that almost anything is possible once you find the right story to tell at the right angle to present it and believe that, be, and believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. That is so important. Wow. Well, I, I mean, you certainly have given our listeners a lot to think about. And it's very encouraging, too, to think that you can be so super niched and carve out a space for yourself and be successful in podcasting. Because to your point, there are so many different podcasts out there. I know I listen to a ton of different ones. And so yeah, hopefully folks are just gobbling up everything that you've had to, to share. <laughs> if there are some folks who are interested in just reconnecting with you or listening to your podcast or picking up a copy of Pivot with your podcast, what's the best way for our listeners to reconnect with you? Absolutely. Thank you. So you can go to www.yourpodcastsuccess.coach slash gift. I have a gift for all your listeners. If they go to www.yourpodcastsuccess.coach slash gift and they can reconnect they can connect with me there also awesome awesome well this was extraordinary thank you so much for just carving time out of your um, day to to just enlighten our listeners and to encourage them I am so appreciative of you and your friendship and you know, and the work that you're doing to support Montgomery County and downtown Silver Spring and the great work that's taking place there. So thanks for all that you do. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me on the podcast. This is awesome. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses. Offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing, and retail industries by visiting epicor.com essential. That's E-P-I-C-O-R dot essential.